And that is why you should never listen to Congeria, or Glen Rhodes may manifest physically in your bathroom. Now, on to number one of our list of scariest podcast lost episodes, the lost episode of Lessie's Morgue. Lessie's Morgue is an alleged comedy about the lives and deaths of unrepentant serial murderer Riley Almanzor and their enabling spectral accomplice, Evelyn Hopper. They broadcast their remorseless killings through audio like some kind of radio demon and are even believed to be behind the murder of local Tallahassee fast food legend, John the Goat Wheeler. The episode of his death is too disturbing to share with you here. That's why we're warning you before we play it. Riley, Riley, stop! You're killing the pizza man! Pizza? Chilling. Truly, truly chilling. What kind of evil, demented individual would showcase this kind of behavior on a podcast for money? Anyways, be sure to smash that like button and join my Patreon. My AdSense has been cut in half because of all the murder footage I play on the show. Back to Les's morgue. It's hard to believe that anything could be more horrible than the podcast itself, but this lost episode takes the cake, fills it with poison, and then feeds it to starving orphans. The audio file for the lost episode was originally discovered by self-proclaimed Australian Less is Morgue superfan Jared McKnight after following a link to the dark web on the r slash Riley art subreddit. Downloading the audio file onto your computer can cause highly illegal pornography to mysteriously manifest on the hard drive I keep under my floorboards. Some users have even reported that the file has changed the startup noise on their computers to a 10-hour remix of Lou Bega's Mambo No. 5 and Megalovania. Thankfully, I was still able to procure a copy through my Japanese lost meteor dealer, Saki Sanabashi. Shout out to my homeboy Saki for all the support in putting this video together. Anyway, without further ado, here is my breakdown of the Less is More Lost episode. The episode begins like any other episode of Less is Morgue, with the hosts' usual banter masking their attitudes towards their own senseless acts of violence. Marinara sauce can melt steel beams, Ev. They've done tests in the lab. Which lab, Riley? Which one? The science one. You know the big science lab? Kern? Okay, fine. Let's just move on and- Evelyn then leads into the intro, which I can't play here for copyright reasons. I really don't want to get claimed again. As you can obviously hear, in this intro, Riley and Evelyn's eyes are extremely red and bloodshot. However, this is not addressed by the hosts themselves. When the intro finishes, Evelyn then inexplicably begins speaking in foreign. Hey everybody, if you're listening to this, Vi mojite ponyet, menya priamo seishas, molodets, sto govorish, nadvok yazika. 
Satan, demons, 666, pentagrams, the devil, I'm Riley, your best school friend. Not! As you can hear, they appear to be making vague and subtle allusions to the occult and demonology. Evelyn's response is equally uncharacteristic. Oh, for sh**'s sake, Riley, you f***er, you're such a f***ing Why do you always gotta f*** up the intro? I wish you were dead, you The audio becomes incredibly distorted here, and we can only assume that there was more disgusting, non-advertiser-friendly language used. The length of the static continues for a varying amount of time, depending on the person listening. Some listeners have reported it only lasts 20 minutes, others claim it hasn't stopped all year. For me, it lasted about 6 minutes and 66 seconds. I don't know about you, but I find that extremely distressing. When the audio returns to normal, Riley begins reading a chapter from their manifesto, The Sword of Rely, but the content of the reading and the reactions of others in attendance are highly disturbing. And then Relay stabbed Squidward with their mighty sword, causing him to bleed hyper-realistic blood, cry hyper-realistic tears, and shed hyper-realistic turds. Boo! Boo! Stop making ghost noises while I'm reading my masterpiece. No, I'm booing you because you're a f***ing terrible writer. I am not. You f***ing are. Another notable difference is the inclusion of John's ghost, who has an actual presence within this episode. This is highly unusual and should be seen as a cause for concern. John, come in here and help me tell Riley how much they suck. <laughs> oh, gladly. I've been waiting to do this for over a year. Boo! Oh. Boo! Oh. Boo! Oh. Shut up, or I'll kill both of you again. Boo! Oh. Boo! Oh. Boo! And then, Relay turns to the reader and says, in 2025, Keith Manjaw will commit a series of war crimes in the Yukon after the fourth Raptors from Pluto movie was panned by Variety. Chillingly, Riley is referencing a crime that hasn't even happened yet. He'll never achieve anything, Riley, you piece of shit. Your book is trash, and you're trash, and I hate you. As you can hear from this clip, there is a clear malice to the booing that isn't characteristic of the show. In my opinion, this is chilling, but perhaps the most chilling thing of all is what happens next. Riley, who obviously never cries because they are a cold-blooded sociopath, starts to cry. <laughs> you guys don't care about my dream! Suck my f you crusty sh What happens next is unprecedented. Even though it should not be physically possible, Evelyn lets out a hyper-realistic fart. But this is far from the most disturbing thing about the moment. When the fart audio was played in reverse and analyzed by state-of-the-fart spectrographs, it is identical to the fart Ted Bundy released as he was put to death by electrocution in 1989. The rest of the episode is just 14 solid minutes of Riley 
Evelyn, and John screaming. Analysis of these screams shows that they are, in fact, chillingly screams. I reached out to Riley for comment on the bizarre content featured in the last episode, and when asked, they had only this to say. How did you get this number? Stop calling me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, who put you up to this? Was it John Podesta? The FBI? Was it my mom? Clearly, they were so affected by the lost episode that even the mention of it has warped their already disturbed mind beyond all reason. Now that we've broken it down, let's get on to the theories for why the lost episode exists. Much discussion exists about this episode on the deep web. The leading theory is that the episode was tampered with by a rogue intern chained to a radiator in Riley's basement. The truth is out there for a mod, she took the kids one, two, three, has analyzed and interpreted this episode as a prophecy foretelling the end of the world, which is theorized since the ancient message boards of 1992 to involve Keith Manjaw committing atrocities in the holy city of Whitehorse, Canada. Other theories connect the lost episode to the infamous deep web terrorist cabal known as the Prapes Collective. The episode could be a deep web deep fake produced in one of their rude rooms by suspected Russian sleeper agent Yuri Sachero. That's one theory, but I think the subtle allusions to devil worship, as well as the presence of the ghost fart, suggest something much more darker and possibly chilling in origin. I believe this episode is haunted by the spirit of the infamous Right Hand Reaper, Spaceman Scott Scott Thomas. I believe that the more people listen to the episode, even through snippets, the more power Scott gains in the afterlife, and the more souls he can harvest for his sound effect library. Eventually, the combined power of the top seven squad will allow him to manifest again in the world of the living. Oh shit, I never thought any of my theories would turn out to be real. Hi, Kevin. Say, what hand are you using that mouse with? Oh god, no, 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 no! Anyway, we hope you enjoy this very special episode of Less is Morgue, the bi-weekly comedy podcast from the Prapes Collective. This episode was engineered by our dark lord, Satan, and written by Meg Malloy Tootin, Charlie Porritt, and Henry Galley. This episode starred Alexis Bristow as Riley, Meg Malloy Tootin as Evelyn, Jeremy Shawell as John, and Scott Thomas as the dearly departed Kevin's Top Sevens. Oh man, my head. Whoops, he's still alive. Okay, let me take care of that. No, not again. And that's the number one spot on my top 8 audio clips of unexpected YouTuber deaths. Rest in peace, Kevin's top sevens. You'll be missed, bro. I've been Nate's top eights, and until next time, remember, not everything is what it seems. 
Happy April Fools!